1: The essence of divine love, the seed of the human expression of love, is impersonal and therefore passionless. In a sense, divine love is detached, emotionless. Detachment should not be misinterpreted for lack of caring. We are emotionally attached when we expect validation and recognition from another. When we try to find ourselves through someone else, we end up losing ourselves. We attain emotional freedom when we enter the divine heart within our own heart For it is there that the flame of unconditional, impersonal divine love burns. Unspoiled by the ego and untouched by human consciousness, the divine heart clearly sees the light and darkness of the human soul and loves both equally. When we experience imbalance of any kind, it is because our lack of love, particularly self-love, prevents us from allowing God within to fully love us. We are taught to love God but the real challenge is to let God love us by loving ourselves. To love oneself is the ultimate divine command. Excerpt from From Childhood to Christhood. Valeria interviews Jocelyn Renucci. She is the author of From Childhood to Christhood, a journey into universal divine consciousness. Born in Paris, Renucci set out on her own while she was still in her teens. Her work and travels took her to New York City and Mexico, and finally to Sag Harbor, New York, where she found her home and herself. A successful businesswoman, she is presently at work on her second book, which will show her readers how she has put the lessons she has learned into practical use in everyday life, and how they can too. Meet Jocelyn at jrenucci.com. Here is the interview with Jocelyn Renucci. In your own words, who is
0: Jocelyn Ranucci today, at this very moment?
2: Well, today, at this very moment, Jocelyn Ranucci is a very happy human being. Uh, Yes, wonderful. You know, (laughs) uh, I have, uh, next week is my birthday, Ah, yeah, and, uh, (laughs) you know, I am getting older, uh, but This is the best time of my life and uh, I am really grateful for the experience and all the journey that brought me to this moment where, you know, I feel good within myself. I wish I had a a younger body and, (laughs) you know, that would be nice, but uh, (laughs) I I have never been so happy in my life and Mm -hmm. now my life is just about... Uh, enjoying myself, but mm. uh, not in a selfish way. That's not what I mean. But right. you know, just appreciate life and uh, uh, and do things that I love to do and, and share and share uh, myself basically uh, every day in 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 any way that uh, you know um, I can. So that's that's me today, and uh, that's that's just that's the and so. <laughs> uh-huh.
0: <laughs> the yeah, it's a beautiful one. A happy one, of course. I love your, your laughter. Happiness. So this is something that it seems an idea, and this concept that we are all after. Happiness, true happiness, joy. How do you define happiness? I know you have, you described that now is the best time of your life. But for most of us, like, what would you say could lead us to this feeling of happiness?
2: First, uh, you know, I think happiness is, is a moment. You yeah, know, like yeah. I, I, feel happy right now. You yes. know, I, mm. I, I don't know. Uh, I'm just. It's a moment. It's a feeling uh, of a moment. It, it doesn't last. Joy, I think, is 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 a deeper feeling. Joy is 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 a joy lasts. You know, you you can be j- joyful and 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 enjoy every moment. So, um, you know, I think there is a little bit of a difference between the two. And how, why do I feel so much joy now? Because honestly, you know, I I, I work very hard all my life uh, on myself. You know, to 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 get to know myself, to to transform myself, to to expand myself to, and, and, you know, little by little that, that love that comes from within, you know, that, uh, that, uh, confirmation of who you are kind of uh, invade you and invade your life. And finally you are, and, and not 100 person, but, you know, um, yeah. like a good 80, person. Yeah. Yeah. And so you know, it's it's a, it's an inner joy, really. It's an inner joy, and then you see it everywhere. And one day goes, and another comes. and and that doesn't mean that from time to time something happened that is sad, or you know. But still, uh, I feel it's a joy and it's a peace, you know. But yes. I work, I work to get to that point, you mm, know. It just yes. doesn't happen by itself. Yes. Yes. And it, It's also, you know, it's also a certain detachment to, you know, when when you're young, everything is important and, uh, you know, you think a lot and blah, blah, blah. But uh, now I just (laughs) live.
0: Ah, I love that. (laughs) You know? Ah, Yeah.
2: And, uh, And it's good. It's good, but I work very hard to get to that point. I will tell you that because I was not born like that. I was not born like that. I was miserable most of my life, honestly.
0: Yes, me too. I've been very unhappy most of my life, Jocelyn, yes.
2: So you have to work at it.
0: Yes, yeah. That's a very important and empowering message. We need to work at it. it that's true. I love the distinction between... Joy and happiness that you just made—it resonates true to me. Joy and being something connected to peace, inner peace, and self-discovery, self-knowledge. Would you say that's also byproduct of self-healing and uh, spiritual understandings?
2: Oh yeah, definitely.
0: So perhaps it would be a good idea in a brief way. For you to share your own story, I know you wrote a whole book about it, the book's called (laughs) From Childhood to Christhood, A Journey into Universal Divine Consciousness. What's not to love about the title even. So talk to me for a moment about the book and your story. How did you get to to this moment?
2: I was uh, born to a mother that uh, was a very difficult person and... uh, I was not given any kind of love from her. Uh, actually, she was v- very mean. So um, it, it completely disturbed my view of life, you know, because all the things that society and people say are normal, you know, the, uh, what a mother is supposed to give a child. I had no clue because she was my uh, sole parent. And, uh, and uh, not only she was not really able to, to love me, but she was um, in a way destroying me, you know, like uh, putting me down all the time. I mean, very, very difficult. Uh, she was what um, we call a, a, a malignant narcissist. So it, it was very, very difficult, but that's all I knew. <laughs> you, you know what I'm saying? That, that, that's all I knew but so life was not making any sense to to me at all and um, and so so that was my my childhood so from that you know um, what of course I, I did not realize it at the time but I, I keep creating the same uh, scenarios in my life you know and, and so I, I, I kept Perpetuating that same um, circumstances where I'm going to be put down, uh, let down, criticized, unloved, and all of that. So that was one part of my psyche. But the other part is that inside of me, I had these strengths uh, since I'm a little girl, really, and uh, it, it 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 just did not fit. You know, it it, it did not fit. Something was not right. And so, because of that, because of that, I searched the end. So, I searched to understand, you know. But at at the beginning, I didn't know about spirituality and any of that. You know, I I was going to philosophy and trying to understand, always trying to understand, but always being kind of uh, perturbed and, and in a way, abnormal. You know, I was, I could not uh, sense life, I couldn't understand anything. And so, um, and I could really have no love in my life because, uh, God forbid, if you love me, you know, uh, then I, I, I have always associated love with uh, hate, really, and meanness. So if you came to me in love, yeah. I will reject you immediately. Right, you know? right. Not that I am proud of it, but, uh, you know, yes. that was like an ingrained um, uh, reaction. Right. And so because of that, not, I don't want to talk too much about that because it's, it's very difficult, but because yes. of that, you know, I, I, I look for the truth because I had this this strength within me, this voice that was saying, no, that's not the truth. That's not who you are. No, 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 no. And I'm like, what, 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 you know? And, uh, and, and so then after philosophy, you know, I, I, I was really much into that and that, led me to uh, spirituality and understanding. And that's when I started my path, my spiritual path, let's say, you know. So, of course, uh, I I read a lot. I I uh, studied. I never had a master or anything like that. But uh, I did read many, many, many books. And I always stay here and maybe there, you know, because as what I told you last time, it's very important to use discernment in anything you read or anything you told and um and so you know i I started my journey and and that's what I explained in the book i I basically we re- destroy myself and rebuild myself mm.
0: you know yeah
2: yeah and and uh well, that took most of my life, you know and uh, but i I did it. It was a very difficult work because maybe I asked too much to do at once, but this is what I did, and um, you know. Uh, why did I have a mother like that? I, I don't know, but uh, I know that if she had been different, I may not be who I am today either. Because I was forced, you know, to to fight and to and to get out of that uh, uh, negativity, that uh, difficult, uh, painful um, circumstances. So um, I forgot the question, but uh, that's pretty much, you know the basic of uh, my life and why I changed and why I took on the path.
0: Right. Yes. Yeah. I'm familiar with your path and not just resonate with it, but I relate to the story. I have a similar story. So how do you make sense today of this movement, this, the experience of suffering, being born in a family that they are already abusing us and really treating us in a way that doesn't feel right, doesn't feel loving for sure. So what did you find when you looked uh, closer into it? Did you actually try to find those answers, universal answers for why do good, bad things happen to good people?
2: For sure. I asked myself, I mean, I, I, do I have the absolute uh, answer to that question? No. But uh, I asked myself that question for sure, understanding why. Why was I born in those circumstances that were, you know, really, really hard? I mean, you know, uh, because uh, talking about abuse, my mother was not abusive uh, physically, you know, but uh, I, I suffered enormous emotional and uh, mental abuse. And, and it distorted my entire life. But uh, so I asked myself that question, you know, so... Then I'm thinking, okay, was it karma? I'm, I'm telling you my way my mind went. So I said, maybe it, it was karma, you know, and maybe I was very mean in another life. <laughs> <laughs> you know?
1: Yeah.
2: You know? uh, <laughs> but karma put us together. Mm. So then uh, I said, okay, maybe, maybe she, she was put like that in my life so that, you know, maybe I was to show her a different way to be and, and, you know, so I don't know. And then I said to myself, well, if if my mother had not been who she was, I may have had a nicer life, but I may not have progressed spiritually in the way that I have, you know? So maybe that was my challenge, you know? So I cannot answer for other people, but uh, I asked myself that question, and I gave myself different response. Now, what is the truth exactly? Why and why not? I do not know. But, uh, you know, I think, uh, you know, and my mother, I, I forgave. Um, that was very difficult. But, uh, uh and so, you know, uh, in my forgiveness, I, I always ask that, you know, any karmic tie between uh, 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 she and 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 uh, her and me be cut off. You know that we are not attached to those uh, karmic negative tie anymore. You yes. know, so that yes. by freeing me, I free her too.
0: Mm, that's you true. Know? Yes,
2: and so that we are both free, and ah. that you know, uh, my mother is still alive, but like, is it feels like. Uh, our uh, past in that life is, is you know is over is over there is no more uh, that negative attachment you know I mean not one hundred percent because it's very very difficult the situation you know with uh, the uh, uh, narcissistic like that mother, but um, you know um, to 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 forgive and, and to 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 let go and to move on. You know?
0: Mm, yes. Yeah. That's it. Wow. I'm sorry about what you went through, Jocelyn. And I, I do say I'm sorry to myself, too. <laughs> My old self when it comes to that. Yeah. It feels like a past life. You're right. That's what it feels but, like.
2: Yeah. Um, you know, we don't know for sure, but uh, there is a, a, a reason somewhere, you know?
0: Right. Uh, uh, so when you, you said something interesting... So remember when you say, and this is in psychology, it's been said many times, and you just repeated the whole concept of being traumatized and then trying to recreate, reenact the circumstance again so we can try to do it differently, so we can try to make it right. So you went in life attracting or being in similar situations. It was my case as well. So And so many other people that I talked to. So... That feels, it seems like that's what happens with when we lose the body. There's something that continues that doesn't die with the body. And that might be those impressions, might be those mental mind content. And that's why probably you and I and so many other people were born in families like that, because we were still trying to recreate the situation to make it right. I mean, that's how I I make sense of that these days.
2: It's a possibility. I don't know. You know, there is a a lot of possibility. And and you know what? There might not be one answer. So like the reason why you were born in your circumstances might be completely different. The reason for why I was born in, in my circumstances, you know, I don't think we know. And. Honestly, in the end of the day, maybe it's not so important to know. Mm. I think maybe ah, what, yes. what is important <laughs> is what we do with it. Because yes. you know, not to talk about me, but uh, I, I talk. Mm. We talk about that just an example. I had a lot of choice. I could have become, you know, owl. When I, now not so much, but before I, I used to say I am a miracle. You know, because with with the way I was raised. I could have, I, I could have really, I could have killed myself. Honestly, I think if I had stayed in France, I may have killed myself. Uh, you know, because I, I probably could not, or maybe I could have gone in a in a different way. You know, I, I could have drink or take drugs or or getting get married to a very abusive person. You know, what I'm saying. I mean, it, it, I had a, so I did not do. That I, I went to the spiritual route, you know, somebody else may have made other choice. So uh, in the end of the day, I think that's why it's not important. Why? What's important is what you do with it.
0: Yes, I agree. But it seems like not to be a choice, right, Jocelyn? It's, it, a, choice. It, it
2: it's that's, a choice.
0: Do you think it was a choice? But we don't know how we came to that choice because you just said, you just gave me like a lot of pictures, a lot of possibilities. That, that could have happened, this could have happened, but didn't happen. So this happened instead.
2: Well, because I made the choice. But I... also, you know, it is possible too that, you know, we are not all born at the same level because remember, we talked about that last time. I believe, and I hope so, that we carry on the, the knowledge that we acquire in past life, right? right? We might not yes. remember it. We might not remember it. There yes. is some sort of forgetness, you know? Yes. But we still have it inside. Yes. So, you know, uh, as, that's why every situation is different because we're all different in some way. We, You know, we carry so much because we carry all our life, all our past life somewhere, in our, in in our, uh, I would not say our memory, maybe our consciousness, maybe our selves. I don't know where we carry it, but it's all there. So I think it's very difficult to to know why and why not. That's why I think what's important is what you do with what you are given.
0: Mm. Yes, that's a very relevant way of seeing the world perspective. And I, I absolutely see that being almost inevitable when you get to know why you are in a situation, then we start to change. But I do, I know when you said that, I, was, I had a smile on my face about, oh, we don't need to know everything. And uh, yeah, maybe not everything, but I do have um, this very strong Pull towards knowledge because I know knowledge is the antidote to ignorance. So I don't want to continue to be ignorant in a sense, not a pejorative way. I don't want to ignore what is true, what is here, perhaps that I don't want to see, but it's important to see. So it's very important that I keep myself open. I do feel that knowledge is, is an antidote to ignorance, and the ignorance is the cause of, of evil, of suffering, unnecessary suffering. Perhaps
2: you know, Valeria, I think that whatever is uh, important to you, if you search for it is going to come, yes. for you, you yes. know what I'm saying, yeah, so, yeah, so like if it's very important to to know for you why I was born huh. in such circumstances yes. huh. and if and if you and if you start your journey within and 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 all of that, at one point you're going to have an understanding of why you know, like for me, for instance my my choice if you want my my understanding what i think now is that uh thanks to my mother i was able to go further into my spiritual past now i could have chosen you know something nicer but
0: uh <laughs> yes right you know? and
2: and, and, yeah. and so i find my peace and i accepted that um you know, that uh, uh, what the word I'm looking for. You know, that's the reason. That's a re- and my mother, she may, maybe, you know, for her, I don't know. Maybe she, it was a sacrifice. Everything is possible. But I don't know. She, she had her reason to be who she was. And I hope that maybe just by me working, cutting the ties of uh, those karmic ties or whatever and, and going to forgiveness and all of that. I hope that, as I said, that my journey was also beneficial to her. Mm,
0: Yes, I believe that. Hopefully it's not a belief system. But uh, yeah, there's something that resonates true about healing ourselves. It's it's also a door for others to heal themselves or we're automatically healing them. There's something that resonates true when I hear that. So when I speak of knowledge in that sense, I'm, it's not, yeah, it's nice. And I think I did that before. I was trying to know everything, why this happened to me and all that. That was my first questions. And then it evolved now into, it has been for the last 10 years, into just universal, fundamental truth. Like what is something that is here that I know if God exists, it has to be here now. It's not after death. It's not out there. It's here. And that's where I, I my exploration started, really. And then and, and I know that seems like it has nothing to do with um, the suffering, but it has everything to do with it. I think the more we detach ourselves from the idea of God or the divine, the more we suffer because we are the divine. We are God, but not the body-mind, though. And a lot of people confuse that when they hear I am God as the body and mind, although it is under God, but it's not what God is.
2: Well, I, I would agree with you that a lot of, of the suffering uh, come from mankind' uh, uh, disassociation with the divine, and and you know that ego that took over, and uh, you know all the selfishness and the the greed and uh, you know. Uh, I think yes, that's. Suffering comes a lot from that. We, you know, we we could, we do not. I don't believe we have to suffer. But mind created uh, suffering. God did not. I don't, I don't think so. I think it's a it's a human creation. You know, by the false belief, the the false uh, thought form, the, the disconnection, the disconnect. We we are disconnect from ourselves. We think we, we don't think, but we are completely disconnect from ourselves. We are therefore disconnect uh, with others. We disconnect with uh, God. I mean, when I say a general, no, uh, but you know, and then uh, here, here we are. We have a world that is completely insane. Mm. And it doesn't have to be that way. Yes. You know, they can be, uh, 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 Lesson to learn and all of that, but it doesn't have to be the way it is. I don't think so, you
0: I, know? Yeah, yes. I have. That's a very, very intuitive of you. There has been my intuition too. Yes, it doesn't have to be this way since I was very little. Yeah, that was very clear to me. It doesn't have to be this way. Right. Ah, uh, you said something interesting, very interesting now. I was about to make a comment and I forgot. Huh. So the passage that we um discussing today is from your book. It's chapter 17, titled The Divine Heart. So you say exactly what you you said now, basically. So we are creating our our own suffering because of the disconnection. But you say it differently. You say, we like to think of ourselves as loving, caring, and generous people. However, the world's not a loving and selfless place which means that we must not be as loving, caring, and giving as we think we are or as we can be. When I read that, so I stopped and then I was reflecting. And the first question that came, that came to mind was this idea that I can't be, I know it sounds, sounds sad actually, even to, to contemplate that, that I cannot be as loving as I think I, I am or I could be. But this is a contradiction for the heart or the heart's energy, in a sense, because that's what it lives for. It, it, it can only love. So how can we... And I understand about not liking something, but we don't have to like behaviors, violence, and all the craziness around us, and I agree. But love, it's something that's beyond all that, isn't it, Jocelyn? Well,
2: um, you know, I, I think love what is it really love you know i'm saying it's it's a word we use very uh, carelessly
0: Mm. (laughs) yes (laughs) you
2: know yes Uh, there is Mm. you know like even sometimes people say oh i'm doing that in the name of love and it's like oh Mm. no you're not (laughs) right
0: Right. you're
2: doing that out you know (laughs) for your own own self Uh, so i think Love, uh, we have to be very careful in the way that we use love. You know, the the, the human, so-called human love, what is it really? You Mm, know?
0: Yeah. Uh, How would you define love, Jocelyn, for yourself?
2: Well, it's very hard to define love, really. But uh, if I was to, I would say, you know, love is is acceptance, I think. The first thing is, is acceptance, but I would say love is uh, is all encompassing. You know, mm, love love yeah. is, is beauty, is joy, is uh, abundance, is uh, peace. You know, it, those all all of that is love. Uh, you know, now our human love. You know, love each other and and love uh, our our uh, spouse, uh, love our children that sometimes is a bit a uh, distorted version of love. <laughs> yeah, true. You know, because you, you can only love through through your own perception of love. Like, for instance, me, I could not love because I had no understanding of love. How could I love? I did not know, you know? I, 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 and so that's a little bit uh, uh, misused, I think, sometimes, uh, you know? love, love.
0: Uh, I agree. I forgot the question, Valeria. Yeah, was the last one was about love. What love is to you? Oh, yeah. yeah. So,
2: yeah, love for me, and I'm not there. I am not going to say I'm there, I'm not there. But like, you know, it's really to to accept everything and everyone in a non-judgmental way. You know, I think that is love. Now, after that, you have the... The, and as I say, for me, love and compassion, we if you look outside and you see something beautiful, that's love. You, you look at a baby, you know, that I smile at you. you. You have that little thing in your heart that come. That's pure love. Hmm. You know, that, that, the things like that. So it, nice. it, it's uh, uh, you listen to a be- piece of music, you know, hmm. it's, it's love. It's creativity. is is all is all all of that is love.
0: Mm, yeah, sounds like the yeah the the wonderful things about life. Yeah,
2: yeah, 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 yeah. But then you, you you have the spiritual love, and that that's that feeling you know when you are in a deep meditation or, or when you get closer to your spirit or your own self, and and you feel almost a, an exaltation of the heart, you know. Um, of course, that's, uh, it's a moment eh, you don't live like that because uh, it would be difficult for you to manage your life feeling like that all the time. Huh, but, yes. uh, you know, that's the divine love. I call it the divine love, you know?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> and that's
2: what you find in the sacred heart.
0: Yeah. So there is a distinction between the human love and divine love.
2: I. Well, I think so. Maybe there should not be. Yes,
0: right. You know, but I, right. Just but I when, think there is. <laughs> yes, because we are not there yet, right? As exactly. humans. <laughs> we have not spiritualized the mind enough yeah, to get there. But uh, most of us, some of us have. So listening to you, love, yeah, I hear from the human perspective, very interesting. So it, it sounds like it's coming from attachments and preferences, right?
2: Uh-huh.
0: It's filtered and, by and, the and body. So
2: the reflection of yourself. Yes, you know it's right. it's uh, it's fake in some ways, you know.
0: Right, for sure. Yes, it's
2: not real. It's uh, yes, you know. But yes, as I say, I might not be the best to to talk about human love because that's something you know I I I really uh, struggle with, you know, because I as I say I, I have not been raised with that so. I basically don't know it, you know.
0: <laughs> well, it's better to go straight to divine love then. In your case, much better. Forget,
2: forget, forget. No, forget, forget about human it, love. That's exactly what I did.
0: <laughs> yes. No,
2: that's exactly what I did. That's it. I, I passed the human <laughs> love and I went to find the, the divine love because, mm. you know, it was a matter of su- of survival.
0: Yeah, that, that's it. Yeah, you see? <laughs> wow, that's amazing. That's a beautiful insight for Conclusion that we just, I mean, we're just talking about something here that's, to me, it's what the message is for all of us. We don't actually need to dwell for too long in, in human love. If we can, we just go straight to divine love, which to me is, well, the picture I have is like the sun. Love is like the sun and illuminates everything. Uh, it's all inclusive. It's not trying to separate, oh, I'm going to shine upon this tree, but not this tree. Oh, so no, no, the no. sun is just open to everything. It illumines everything without any discrimination, without thinking. Of course, there's no thinking there even.
2: No. And, and you know, like uh, uh, that love, that divine love that, you know, you, you expand it. You, you it, it, for me, you know, I, I, I like, I, I expand the love, and and, and I, I think you know because the imagination is very important because what you think you create too. So uh, I, I almost visualize that love reaching other people that are also expanding that that same love, and so that it, it's it's a big aura of love, and that you know penetrates everything, yeah. uh, your home, your yes. uh, all your affair. Yes. All, all, everybody in your world, uh, incarnated, uh, not incarnated, past, right. present, future, right. you know, and then you can just bless all of that, you know, mm. and, yeah. and, you know, if everybody starts doing that, maybe we will have less suffering.
0: Oh, for sure. That's not <laughs> even, yeah, that's that's guaranteed. And nothing's guaranteed, as they say, but this one is. <laughs> this one has to be. Yes, if we somehow realize, yeah, that we are capable of divine love, then everything would change. But then takes work, as you said, even if we come to this understanding, we have these conversations and we realize even, ah, oh, wait a minute, I am the Sun, in a sense of that pure love, pure consciousness, divine love, unconditional love, then Everything's possible in the sense of beauty, as you spoke uh, earlier, about acceptance, about abundance, about everything that we label as wonderful and beautiful. That would come from that point. But it takes yes. work because we have to spiritualize the mind. The mind needs to understand that. And that's not, we have to undo, right, Jocelyn, a lot of what that has been done. Yes,
2: yes. You, you have to clean up your act.
0: <laughs> yes, for sure.
2: You know I'm saying? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's like um uh you, you you know you have to call call the light in you know because it's like there is a light within you, and within you you are everything, right, but that's uh, you know that's it's like the the journey has passes, you know so. Before you can really realize that within you, you have uh, everything. You have to call the light from the outside because you cannot find it in you, right? So whatever, you know, if you are a Buddhist, is going to be Buddha or, or is going to be Jesus or, or is going to be the angel or the archangel or whatever it is that you're going to connect to. You know, you, you want to bring the light in. And so, you know, you, you start bringing the lighting. But what happened when you bring the lighting, you know, you start to see things. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. So you start to see things and say, oh, well, you know, I have to correct this or this, you know, that's comes the self-awareness. You're starting to, to pay attention it, it, because that's another thing. You need to pay attention. If you don't pay attention, if you don't listen, you're just going nowhere. You know, you have to pay attention. And so, and then the journey starts, you know, it's a long, long journey and maybe it's a journey that's going to take many lifetimes, I don't know, mm-hmm. but it's a long journey and it's going to be easier or, or less easier depending, you know, what you're asking of it. And, uh, you know, my, I, I said don't ask too much because if you ask too much, then it comes to you and it's very hard. Uh, and, and so, you know... Um, yeah, so that's uh, that's uh, that's the journey, and you know, the more you see, the more you transform, the more you understand, and the more you mm-hmm. get uh, uh, educated, if you want, uh, first mm-hmm. about yourself, and then and then you expand, expand, expand. It's going to expand as far as you want to let it go.
0: Yeah. Ah. Right? Uh, yes. Uh, that's that's beautiful what he just said too. Expanding as as long as we let go. As much as we can, because I know, as you said, it could take lifetimes if this that's the case. It's not easy. Wow. So, Jocelyn, it has been my practices, though. So that's where I'm at now. And I have lots of, I have the realization already. And then I'm trying to establish the mind in that realization, which is not, it's not easy because the eyes, the ears... The mind has been, has perceived so many things in people in a certain way. So now it's changing that view, the perception. It's just, it's a transformation, but it's beyond that in a way. It's almost, it feels like, almost like a, a transmutation.
2: Yes. Well, you know, what I, uh, what I did sometime, you know, when, when I knew that I had to change certain things or certain perception. As you say, and I had uh, I had an an intellectual understanding of it, but uh, I did not have the understanding in my heart. And you know, so I would force the issue. You know, I would I would like uh, affirm it like uh, it was already there, even though it was not. You know, so if you want, I was tricking my mind. You know, uh, so sometimes you have to trick. Your mind a bit, uh, and then you know it, it, it changes, you know. So, so uh, you know, it's like a, a, let's take a, a very simple example of, of forgiveness. Well, simple, simple is not so simple, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. but like you know, say, like, Oh, well, I can't forgive this one for that, I can forgive this one for that, yeah. So, you know, if you say, Okay, well. I forgive you. I forgive you. You don't really feel it in your heart, you know. You don't, you know. But you know it's important to forgive. So you know you walk with uh, with. Uh, I forgive. I forgive. I forgive. I forgive. And 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 so you trick your mind into accepting, you know, that you want to forget, and then the heart will follow, or vice versa. But uh, they will come. Uh, they They will agree with each other, yeah, <laughs> I don't know why. yeah. but you, <laughs> you have to do it, you have to make uh, <laughs> the effort you know,
0: yes, yeah,
2: you know, I remember. When, uh, when I was first uh, told that, uh, you know, love is in, uh, God is in everybody, and you have to love everybody, and I'm like, oh, my God, <laughs> yes. how am I going to love everybody? I don't like <laughs> this one, I don't like this one, look at that one, no, 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 no. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and, yes, And so, you know, for, for a long time, I, uh-huh. everywhere I went, I walked the street, and and all the time in my mind, I would say to people in my mind, obviously, oh, you know, I forgot what I say exactly, but something, you know, I know God is within you and I love mm. you, <laughs> you know, yes. and, and and I did that and I did that and I tricked my mind to mm. not having those feeling about just judging this one and just, just you know, I'm you have to trick your mind a little yeah.
0: bit. Yeah, I like that suggestion. As if we're already there, right? The mind is already there. Ah.
2: Exactly. You know, you're not there. But eventually, as I said, they meet each other. Mm,
0: Yes, I love that, Jocelyn. That's a beautiful way of teaching, guiding others to get there. And I know it's a placeless place, but because it's already here, right? It's not out there. So the idea of the ego, the ego is the false self. It's actually the ego It's that personality or the one that perceives the world as not being divine. That's what it is, right? So it's not knowing that it is divine. Would you say that, that that's what the ego is?
2: Uh, Yeah, I think the ego forgot.
0: Mm, Yeah,
2: yeah. I I, I think the ego forgot, but maybe the ego can be reminded.
0: Exactly. Yeah, Exactly.
2: (laughs) You know what I'm yes. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Right now, the ego uh-huh. is is yeah is is mm. that part of your. But I would not say that the ego is, is completely bad. You know, because it's also the ego is challenging, mm. and sometimes challenge is good. So, yeah. uh, but definitely, you know, right now the ego needs to needs to learn a lot and calm down because. Oh, it's uh, it's no good.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes, I agree. I agree. In a sense of causing unnecessary suffering. That's for yeah, sure. Yeah, that's for sure. So, but in a sense, Joseline, in the end, let's say, I mean, now actually, to me, this is the beginning, the middle, and in, in the end. There's no, there's no other place to go, but everything is here. So in the same way, I feel I have this felt understanding that there's no... Two realities, but one. So the only thing that exists really, it's pure consciousness, is God. Only God exists. Only consciousness is real, per se, or exists. So if that's true, then there's no separation between the ego and God. The ego and consciousness. Without the ego, there's no consciousness, there's no way of expressing that divine energy right
2: you know well i I don't know for sure but yes that's what i i think you know maybe the the ego is is not bad in in its essence it just became bad because you know we don't use it properly
0: yes right and we are most of us are not even aware that it exists that it's doing what it does right it's awareness that's very important it's knowledge to me i know i call it consciousness awareness too but when it comes to the ego and the necessary suffering, I, I always go back to this idea of knowledge. Because knowledge, the will, it's the antidote to ignorance. And we are ignoring something that's true here. And to me, to really to bring it down to earth in a sense of my daily living uh, human experience, is really knowing that everything is one in a sense of the essence is one. So they are different bodies, different minds, but the essence of it all is one, not two. If that's Vedanta, that's one. I'm a student of, of Vedanta, as you know. So that resonates really true to the core. There's something about it. I was, a, I was into Buddhism too. I did, I did a lot of studies and I became a Zen Buddhist and then also Tibetan. I did a lot of studies and participation in the culture of Tibetan Buddhism. But then, uh, for some reason, I've been trying different philosophies, spiritual philosophies, and then Sufism is another one, the Sufi philosophy, and then, and then Vedanta. That's the one that resonates the, tr- the most true to me. One essence for everything. I don't know if that resonates with you somehow, but that helps me every day to just to remind the ego <laughs> that... It is one with everything. So I see and I see God in everything and everyone. It's easier that way for me. Well,
2: that's
0: beautiful. Yeah, it's much easier. Does it make sense to you, this idea that there's just one essence for everything? Let's say one substance for everything that exists?
2: Well, you know, that's, that's what they say, that in, in the end, you know, we will all go back into oneness with uh, all that is. Uh, But that's not the way we live on Earth. On Earth, Mm. we, you know, we have the ego, we have the individuality. So it's um, it's kind of hard to apply it all the time on Earth. You know, it's like, I, I think it's very important to to appreciate that we are incarnated in the the physical body and we are on earth where we can touch things and see things and experience things. and 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 on earth, and I might be completely wrong, but I think on earth, the the goal is not to experience like we are nothing but just part of uh, one, you know, to experience the earth but through the spirit, through the love mm. of the spirit, you know, mm. rather than the, the distortion of the ego. Mm. Yes, but, yes. You know, so what happens when we are disembodied, body and, you know, the origin and, and all of that, yes, you know, maybe yes, maybe no, but, yeah, that's the idea. But uh, I think we need to focus on how we live our life on Earth T- with the spirit, invite the spirit to, mm. to 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 you know to to lead us on earth and enjoy life this way. Mm. You know, yeah. Not not go into too much, you know, um, in the cloud. Mm. That's, yep. you know yep. that's that's the way I feel. Uh, <laughs>
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: You know, when I was younger, I, I I did want at one point to be in the cloud and never come back down. Oh, sure. I, yeah. <laughs> I, I really think that the lesson <laughs> is to is to to bring spirituality to the the way we live our life. And and when I say spirituality, I mean to mean spirit to to bring you know God, the divine, whatever you want to call it, oneness, mm. but bring it live it through earth mm. like you know invite your spirit to in your life in your life because here we are and and I think um, it's probably you know uh, to, to, it's a gift probably to to be incarnated. well it doesn't feel like a gift sometime but huh. it it should be a gift to look yes. at the earth look how beautiful yes. it is yes you know so I imagine think. to live on earth with the understanding of what we are and our spirit and, and you know, how beautiful would that be? You know, I mean, there are some people that live like that and teachers and, you know, but still, it's very, it's difficult because it's not accepted in society. Society is, is a little bit off now. So, you know, um, uh, it's a, uh, you know, like even people listen to us talking now, and they think probably we are ridiculous. <laughs> um, <laughs> because yeah. they, they, they worry about the the stock market, or they worry about this, or what. You know, it's like yeah. we have to kind of shift,
0: shift. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, it's a, s- a shift of perception because it, yeah. when you say bring the spirit, is actually we don't have to bring the spirit no, here. No, no, spirit no, no. The spirit here. is already here. It's, it's already here. here <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, let, let it yeah. free it. <laughs> yes, right. It's expressing it. It's actually letting expressing. it be revealed. Yeah, because yeah, it's here. Exactly. uncovering. it. Yes. Exactly. That's, exactly. That's it. But,
2: you know, the ego is very strong. Yes. The ego, the ego doesn't want oh. the spirit because it's like, what do you mean? You know, <laughs> I'm um, the king of the castle and no. Mm. So you really have to, you know, yeah. to silence your ego that's
0: a job in itself, you know? Right. Ah, just, yeah. it's so true. The sense of control. Ah, yes. Yeah. Separation, control, trying to be better than others. All this coming from the false self, right? That the incorrect perception that the, the spirit is not here, ignoring yeah. the spirit. Yeah. Right. That's it. That's very much. Ma- That's, That's it. That's it. That's it. And I know when you talk about clouds and I know I, I absolutely understand because we had this conversation before and I remember you saying that. When I said to you, I think about, you know, this is a dream, it's a dreamlike reality. And I remember you and tons of people that I talked to, they don't really like the idea because it's almost like brushing it off, you know, the, the human experience, the heart. So that is, that is true. I noticed that with a lot of uh, vedantists, a lot of the non-duality teachers and, and followers and students like myself, that we tend to kind of almost be very... Pointed, very focused on the absolute reality. Like when I see you, when I talk to you, I know I'm talking to God. Like I know that. It's not something that I'm imagining. I know. I know the microphone in front of me. I know everything. The sounds are here. All this is God. So it's very established. That is already here as, as an understanding, as a realization. But then, it's hard to kind of look at things as things, like look at my husband a lot of times, and and I know that he's not what I think he is, or the mind, what the ego mind thinks it is, engages with him every day as a person, as a separate being, but I know that he's not. So in a way, it's almost like try, I'm trying to kind of integrate those two things, the absolute reality with the relative reality, which is this one of separation of bodies and minds. But it's not easy because there's, there's a tendency, strong tendency when we do a lot of studies like I do and a lot of practices with non-duality of focusing on the absolute. So that doesn't, doesn't it's not easy because I see a lot of times, like uh, sometimes people um, in my family, you know, they die, they lose the body. And I know they didn't. They 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 still here. They didn't go anywhere. I know that. So it's really not easy for people around me to to take that because they. I might I might um, come across a bit um, emotionless, but it's not really that I'm emotional. I, I cry, you know. Of course, emotions are here, a hundred percent. But there is there's something else that. Transcends emotions and transcends the, the human from, from that perspective, in kind of, because it knows the truth that nobody dies, that it's impossible to die. Who dies? The, the idea that the ego has that we are just the body mind that dies, of course, but nothing else dies. But I, I understand when you say that, that we need to kind of bring the spirit, as you said, although the spirit is already here, bring it to this reality. Yeah, it's almost like how can we integrate the absolute with the relative?
2: Well, you know, that, that that's uh, balance, uh, yeah. Valeria. Yeah. You need to find balance between the two because you know, like when I was younger, I was, you know, when I started my spiritual work, that's all that I care about, you know. And But th- then one day I realized that I live on earth, I have to Take care of the earth too, you <laughs> yeah. know. I have to. You need to find the the common ground and the balance between the two, because here we are, you know. And when when you say when people die, I still feel them. I, I I'm not sure what you mean by by that. Like you know. Um, you feel them like ghosts going around you, or you feel that they are not dead. You know what I'm saying? Well, I'm not sure what you mean <laughs> yes. exactly.
0: Yeah, if I'm well, if I'm close to them, I'll feel them. Yes, it's like the, their energies are still here, so I know they didn't die. So <laughs> only the body died.
2: But you know, it's like uh, I think pe- people pass. You know, it's uh, uh, the energy and. Uh, uh, we go somewhere and I think it's important to let people go wherever they're going to go. You know, mm-hmm. I don't think they're still yeah. here, you know, and huh, they're not yes. dead in the sense that yeah, their spirit still exists or their soul, you know, because uh, since you believe in reincarnation, we bring back our soul and all of that. But, you know, um, I think, I think that, uh, you know, when people pass on, then they move on to wherever it is they're going to go and maybe come back and we have to let them go.
0: Mm, yes. Well, the, the reincarnation idea, it's not really a belief system that I have or anything like that. It's just that doesn't make sense because just for the simple fact that we are here and we're going through all these experiences, there's something, it's causation. So it, had, it this was, it started somewhere. In that sense of mind continuation, it has to, because it that it wouldn't make sense. It's possibilities again. So yeah, I had, agree
2: with you. Yeah. So
0: yeah. The, that makes sense, that idea, but it's not, I don't focus on that anyway, but I do feel though, my ex-husband passed on, lost the body, and I felt it immediately, like his presence before somebody told me that he was not in the body. He, I felt him. Oh, yeah, him. yeah, yeah. They come so,
2: and say goodbye. Yeah, for sure. Yeah,
0: isn't that interesting? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. No,
2: that for sure.
0: Yeah. That's how I know that consciousness, whatever unites us, us all, it's always here. It never, really, oh, yeah, it doesn't yeah, go yeah, anywhere. Yeah. yeah. The body does. And I know that's what people, most of us miss, right? The interaction with the body-mind. And we believe that that's what the person is or the, the entity. We, we just see people as... The body, mind—that's the problem. It's a limitation because we are limitless. We are infinite, so we cannot be confined to a body, mind. It doesn't make sense.
2: Well, we are we, not the, the body, mind. We are more than that. Of course, we are the—we the, are a body. We have a mind. We have a heart. We have, a, you know, we—we we are a very uh, incredible being.
0: Yes, we are. Yeah, that's an expression—one expression of consciousness, like you, me. So it's incredible, isn't it? It's, um, I mean, it's fascinating. <laughs> it can be anything. It just—it's everything at the same time. So you did say that in that passage. Uh, we are almost at the end, Jocelyn. I know I could talk to you forever. That's for <laughs> sure. So the passage. So again, the title of your book is "From Childhood to Christhood: A Journey into." universal divine consciousness. And the passage that we are talking about today is chapter 17, The Divine Heart. So there you said something that has to do with what we just discussed. Uh, you say, the essence of divine love, the seed of human expression of love, is impersonal and therefore passionless. In a sense, divine love is detached, emotion emotionless, emotionless. So without emotions... It, that's exactly how I feel sometimes. Some of us are in touch with divine love. Then we know that we, nothing dies. Nothing really ends. It's this infinite, limitless, continuous movement. It never goes anywhere, really. And who knows, maybe it never moves. <laughs> maybe it's not even moving. We're just having the impression, the perception that it's moving. It's being multiplicity. So yeah, you did say that too, which resonated with me. Would you like to make a comment, Jocelyn, on that? Or perhaps we no, already talked about it.
2: Well, no, I mean, a no comment. Uh, yeah, you know, like a lot of that we call love in our life, you know, is, is actually uh, attachment to some false idea or, you know, with relationship and, and things like that. And we call it love, but for me, it's not really love. You know, love is, is, is what I, we talked before, you know, it's, it's, it's a free sharing of an emotion, it's a joy, it's a beauty, it's a, you know, and then when, when, as I say, when you go within your heart, what I call the, uh, what do I call it? The divine heart or something? Uh, I don't remember. Yeah, you
0: did call it divine. Yeah, divine but, heart. Divine which we know,
2: too. I, I believe we have all of us. We have the divine art uh, um, within. Then you know, you you is 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 that exaltation of love, but is not an is not. A, when I say emotionless, you know, I mean. Um, it's detached. It's, yeah, it's detached. You, you don't expect anything from mm. it back, or you know, it's just there. It's just right, there, right. you know, to share. Yes. You know, as opposed to, I love you, but uh, you give me this. I love you, but be nice to me. I love <laughs> Yeah,
0: transaction, right? It's a transactional yeah, kind nothing. of love. Yeah. Uh,
2: so uh, that's what I mean. It's like divine love. Divine love, it, it loves everybody. He loves the, yes. the, the good, the bad, you yes. know, divine love. He, he loves yes. you with all your fault and all, you know, it's, it, it, it's just, it's like when I say, you know, the uh, divine love is going to, to love the whole of you. Us. So <laughs> I, I, I love this because uh, that's the nice part of me. I like <laughs> it, but the other side of <laughs> me, oh, I don't like it. No, right. you need to like it too because it's you. You know, and, and, and then okay, you, you can change and, 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 and transmute and all of that, but um, that's divine love, love everything.
0: Yes. And you said that in the book, it's very clear in this chapter. You, you say it's impersonal, so that makes sense because it's not attached to a person, the human body, mind. And you also talk about, uh, yeah, I said something else. You said the divine heart. Clearly sees the light and darkness of the human soul and loves both equally.
2: Oh, you see, I see yeah. it in the book.
0: <laughs> you say exactly that, yeah.
2: That's what I mean. Yes, you know? yes. Now that's the divine art. A yes. human person might not be able to do that.
0: You right, know? <laughs> right. Yeah, you see, coming from the ego, it's not right. It, it can't no, be. No. It cannot be done. Yes. No, no, no. It's uh-huh. a different journey. <laughs> uh-huh. So, in a way, we need to become. It's almost like less human and more divine. Wow, because the divine is not human. Isn't it interesting to realize that, Joseline? Oh, I
2: don't think we want to become less human. I think we want to invite more of the divine into our humanness. It's different.
0: Ah, so the other way around. Yeah. Uh, infusing, <laughs> right? The, yeah. Our humanness yeah. <laughs> uh, with the divine. Uh,
2: yeah, 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 yeah. We, you know.
0: Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking you the other way around, right. And then the last part of that was, I mentioned off records it's really beautiful what you say about self-love too, a powerful message. You say, when we experience imbalance of any kind, it is because of a lack of love, particularly self-love, prevents us from allowing God within to fully love us. We are taught to love God, but the real challenge is to let God love us by loving ourselves. To love oneself is the ultimate divine command.
2: Yeah, I really believe that, uh, Valeria. You know, I I do believe that. That's the ultimate challenge, you know, Mm. because in order to do that, we go back to the beginning where you have to have self-realization, self-awareness, self-knowledge, and then, you know, we go back to where we started. That's where it starts. Unless you you start there, there is nowhere to go, you know. And, and, and but because once you love yourself, then you love everybody, you yeah.
0: know. When, yeah. when, you, when <laughs> you
2: stop judging yourself, yeah. then you stop judging others. Mm. It's it's like it's it's automatic. You don't have to think about it anymore, you know. So you have yeah. to get. Because if you want to come back to what you, you, you were saying, that you believe strongly that we are divine, so then, you know, you have to love yourself if you believe that you are divinely, you
0: know. Uh, right, yes. You see, so ah, if, how would you treat yourself if you know you're divine? You're that's right. what I'm saying, you
2: know, and how would you treat others? So I think really the, 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 the challenge is to, to to get know yourself, uh, transform yourself love yourself and then from that, everything is possible. But you know, you you have to, um, it's an exercise, you know, like for instance, uh, when I started my journey, you know, I I would like put the mirror, you know, back to me because we tend to always react and act uh, uh, outside of ourselves, you know, but like when you bring everything to yourself, and so every night I will observe myself. I would like re- rewind, rewind the movies of the day and I will look at how I, I acted and reacted, you know. And, and so because in order to change, you have to see what it is you need to change or not change. You need to know yourself, you know. And, and then you realize, oh, a lot of things that... Uh, you know I do he's, he's no good is not and 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 that's where he starts and so the then the journey is okay to to accept yourself and let God love you and that is really the ultimate because you know then talking about the ego, then the ego has no place i mean as a place but a different place because then you trust the spirit or God or the universe, whatever you want to to call it, to to bring, it's like then life opens up in front of you instead of you running after life, you know, and and you trust that things are there for you, that things are coming for you, and and there is no more worries, there is no more mental uh, dialogue, you know, you are a free being, living on earth and trusting, you know, uh, that life is there to serve you as you are there to serve life. Mm. And, well, I'm not telling you that I'm there yet, but uh, that's yeah. a journey.
0: <laughs> yeah. Wow. But you sound very much <laughs> like somebody who is always there. <laughs> no. I don't know if you can speak that way if you're not.
2: I, I, I work on it uh, all my life and I keep, keep working on it, you know, and... Yeah. Uh, But for me, it's the only only real uh, journey worth it, you know, because that's really to come back to the beginning is going to give you that joy of life, you know? Yes,
0: yeah, that's exactly it. Thank you so much, Jocelyn, for being the beautiful, not just the beautiful you in the sense of the human experience, but coming from the divine heart can be felt through the words you say, even the way you express yourself, the work that you have done, I mean, for all these years, and then the book that you have written, all these statements of, of that divine heart. So thank you for realizing that, for recognizing that. Thank you. Well, thank you. <laughs> uh, it's, it's a prayer. It actually feels like a prayer to me when I, when I hear myself saying that, like, wow, this is a prayer. Yeah. Uh, that's what we need more to see in this reality. Thank you again and for the beautiful conversation today, again, for our collaboration and for your presence in this reality. And before we say goodbye for today, where's the best place to find more information about you?
2: Oh, well, uh, you know, I have uh, my website, which is J for Jocelyn, so jranucci.com. That's where my book is. And then, uh, well, you know, uh, that's about it. About me, I have the Instagram and the Facebook. And of course, the book is uh, on Amazon. You know, um, and, you know, I, I don't have uh, any, uh, anything more right now. Anyway,
0: that's absolutely enough. So I'll have <laughs> the Amazon link linked to the podcast interview profile and also your website, of course. Thank you so much again, Jocelyn. Thank
2: you, Valeria. And we'll talk soon again. Yes, yes. Take care of yourself. Bye-bye. You too. Bye.
1: Thank you for listening. To learn more about Jocelyn Renucci and her work, please visit jrenucci.com.